DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 2nd of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Congrats to our own Dr. Two Inch for his win the other day uh, from the Discord. I think he won last night. Um, I just noticed it this morning. Uh, congrats, dude. And yeah, it was okay for me, but like anytime it doesn't pan out. I, when my screenshots are from Sims and NHL these days, I'm just not showing them. I mean, like they're still happening. I'm posting them in the in the uh, Discord. Please join us on Discord. Thank you for coming, though. It's just enough just to have you. I really appreciate you here. Uh, give us a thumbs up, a comment, whatever. Um, I really, yeah, it's fun to uh, give my thoughts on the slate and see you guys do well with them, even when I don't, because, you know, there's a limited number of uh, entries I can play anyway. So uh, I yeah, follow, check out the Thursday Night Football video as well. I'll link to it right after this. Uh, but yeah, this is an interesting slate. Uh, four games, so I think it's a great slate for my normal fork plays. So, you know, I always love center forks. Hopefully you guys have been feasting on them. What I mean by a fork is one of the centers is probably going to smash for these teams in games where they have big guys and it doesn't seem likely they're going to go small ball. So today the rules that I have enabled, just so, uh, how do I get there? Here we go. Lineup rules. Sochan or Trey, Trey Jones game. It seems like Wemanyala plays better with uh, Trey Jones, so I'm not sure what's going on there or if it's going to be a long-term thing, but it seems like uh, the Sochan minutes could be the Sochan minutes or they could be Trey Jones minutes, depending on how assertive so each of them is at the point and if they can get Wemanyala involved. Same thing with Joe Val and Larry Nance. I'm not sure how big they'll go against Detroit. Detroit's big, though, so big, I would guess. But anyway, regardless, they could choose to go if they go 24-24 uh, with those minutes, you want to have some Nance. If they go 30-18 to 18 with some minutes, those minutes, you want to have some jo Joseph Valen uh, Valentinus. Jonas, not Joseph. It's like something's wrong about that. Uh, you have some other, uh, let's see, Wendell Carter. I think that's a good fork with Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner scores a ton of points off the bench, so fine with having a little sprinkle. And with these bench guys, 5 to 15% is enough. Okongwu, smash. Like, all these guys have been smashing, and you don't need more than, like, a smattering of them. To, and, and you do it in smart, right? Like, if you're playing single entry, you pivot to the guys who are unlikely to smash but have this upside in the case that you need a guy that's going to smash and give you leverage that other people aren't going to have. So that's when you play the backup centers. You, I mean, in a first game, that's fine. That just gives you leverage on the field, and then you can jam the chalk for the rest of your lineup. That's exactly the plan. If it works, and if it doesn't, then you have to get weird. So you know exactly it's a fun first play, just like, you know, Okay, so Zach Collins' foul trouble is another one that paid off recently. Bassey had massive minutes. I don't know if that's even just the plan, right? Like 24-24 sometimes with Bassey and Collins might be the plan. Pop is weird. Also, they might blow out Phoenix. They might lose to Phoenix. I should say, this is my assuming Devin Booker is in, Jalen Duran is in, and Ingram is out build. I will also have to change the build if any of those people are out. If Book is out, and obviously up at the top of the slate, Durant becomes clearly the best play of the slate, or uh, close to the best play of the slate. I should say with uh, no Harden now and Bead every night, it's going to be way, way up there as well. But even with, actually, yeah, I looked this up. So I, I thought with Book out, that actually was good for Kevin Durant. But check this out last year. With Devin Booker out, Kevin Durant scored six less points than his average. So I don't think the field reacts that way to because his usage is up 7%. So I think people extrapolate from his usage that his DK points go up, but that's not the case. And it's because like it's, he has to work harder. He's having to work harder on offense. He's not able to get those 
blocks and all the things that give him uh, DK points on defense. He's not able to play as well and he's tired. Like, so we have to, the, when Booker is out, you actually want to bring Kevin Durant to the projection they have him for when Booker is in, which is weird. So uh, yeah. And when, when Booker is in, you want to not really care about too much. I've already checked my Madden Sims overlay. You should have your timer set so that you are able to check overlay at the last second, but I did that right before. Uh, Okay. Jalen Duran is the other big news of the slate. If he is out, obviously, what are we doing? Class? It just happened yesterday. The same thing. You're going to play a little bit of Stewart, but that's not the main guy. Who's the main guy? Bagley. Bagley, the old Sacramento guy, is now the backup for uh, Detroit and smashed, was smashing, didn't have a great second half, scored 22 points in the first half, 1.5 or something in the second half. So I was like, what what happened to all my lineups that were like going to take down? Oh, weird. Okay, well, I, that's a fine play. I'm not going to go be like, oh, wow, I have way too much Bagley tonight. No, no, I didn't. But you can play that his backup is still in play. Wiseman, there's just a question of they did play some small ball with neither of them out there. So it's not a perfect fork with Wiseman. So I haven't built that in yet for forks. Just something I'm considering. Tobias, I think. So I've used court IQ in a couple of situations here. Number one, projecting the 76ers with Harden off the court. I think you can use all of last year as a sample size. I don't think Ubre affects things that, that much. He's like a perfect sub for what? We got McDaniels or something over here. Bible combination of the two. Anyway, I think you can project Maxi for some combination of his current this year average, which is 49 fantasy points-ish, and his last year average with Harden out, which is 43. So I get 46 fantasy points. I get him as one of the uh, competitive with Kevin Durant in uh, fantasy points. So it's kind of wild to say, but that's definitely where I'm going to be. I'm going to be planting a, big, a pretty big flag on Maxi. Um, same with Scotty Barnes. His usage in this offense is nuts. It's crazy to project him for 34 points. It's just bad. That's projecting him for three quarters of play at his current level. So I, I it's just not taking into account. Like it also just had you haven't number one looked at the trends in his scoring, or he didn't do this last. You just have to watch one game anyway. So easy to see Scotty Barnes as point guard of this team with no Fred Van Fleet is a different player with different expectations. Has to be one of your course plays for this slate. I said core, I mean core, like 30% is not enough for these guys. I totally believe on a small slate, I should be getting to more of these really good plays. Okay, now Wembenyama is one of those plays where I'm not as solidly into that play. I mean, I'm going to get maybe 25% of him because I think there's about a quarter of the chance that he breaks the slate, just absolutely smashes at absolutely no ownership because... He's going to kill you the rest of the time. Like the, these 25% are either going to be winners or dead. That, 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 those are what your Wembenyama chances. But I play GPPs. That's exactly what I want. I want every guy to have only that kind of like outcomes. So ideally, maybe not dead, maybe like okay and winner. That maybe would be better. But, you know, uh, nitpicking a little bit. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with 0% Cade. I'm not sure if that sticks. But I didn't, I haven't adjusted him either. I think that is about right. 38 uh, other people I adjusted based on last year's Harden were Kelly Oubre. I think he's going to get a little bit more run and a little bit more points as a starter today. That's not really based on usage from last year. And then DeAnthony Melton, that's based on usage from last year. So 32 points, I think, is pretty fair for him and not even um, that much of an overestimate. Uh, same thing with Markel Fultz. He's getting a few more minutes. So this is just me approximating those a few more Markel Fultz minutes. They have him at 29. I have like 32 for the last few games. So that's, I need to build that in. I have my Mo Wagner fork. I told you about my Bassey fork. Yep. That's all my, all my stuff. 
Let's look at exposures. John Collins remains underpriced for his role in this offense, which is, I mean, I guess what's happening, what's happening. Utah Kessler's kind of a like a more of a sad sack big than Capella was. Is that basically what's going on? So Collins is getting rebounds. I, I'm having trouble figuring out why he's getting more points in this offense. Is it rebounds? Yeah, eight eight rebounds a game now. So I don't think he used to be that competitive of a rebounder. Um, I think just, yeah, must be rebounding. Uh, I still don't feel like that comfortable at 45%. I like, I'm not, I don't love him as a player. So anytime I don't feel like the player himself can get me to the top, then I don't, I'm just matching the field. It's a defensive play. Whereas with like, even with Sohan, I think he could get me to the top. Like he's not an exciting player, but he's the kind of guy that if pop is riding him is going to have the ball in his hands, every play Tyrese Maxey, same thing. Alsar Thompson, they put him out there 40 minutes. Sometimes ridiculous. Um, so, you know, th- there's a reason why these are my top plays of the slate. I'm not going to get off, off them until the, their coaches show me they are off. Them. Then these guys, the next range of guys, your Zach Collins is your Tobias Harris, same deal as the, you know, with, with James Harden out. And then that's how you can do it. When book, you want to see what's it like if book is out. You can check here. Now, that's the problem with Duran. We don't have enough data this year with Duran out really to project confidently things like how often do, do they go small ball and stuff. So you're taking a big risk if you play the small ball backup, which I haven't even seen. Where are we projecting? Wow, Dyson Daniels. Oh, this is also Ingram. Yes. Dyson Daniels is one of those plays you definitely get to a little a little sprinkle if uh, McCollum is out. Sorry, if uh, Ingram is out. The, the, the slate's so different if if uh, Ingram is out again. Hopefully we get that news late again. I would love late news on this slate. By the way, use late swap. It's really awesome. But one problem is uh, you need to make sure that you are fine-tuning your late swap as much as you fine-tuned your actual swap, like your actual build. So if you've done weird projections here and you're building in a late swap lineup, just make sure that all, all that got copied over. Possible that I uh, wound up with a little bit too much Boston Celtics there in my late swapping last night as a result of, uh, yeah, not not catching all of those. So a little bit of a whoopsie, whoopsie daisy there. But that's all I got for this basketball slate, guys. Uh, remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Still $100,000 and it might as well. And be us.